0: The talk of planet Earth. Now, are you ready? This is TalkZone dot com, Internet Talk Radio. New message. It's so
1: Welcome back to mastering ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. That was pretty good. She was pretty good. You could tell she was a good mom, huh? Yeah,
0: she, she had it down. Um,
1: she did have it down. It was. Uh, I. <laughs> I'm clueless.
0: You can tell she was just <laughs> gracious with yes, that.
1: Yes. Very, very much so. I don't think I was quite raised around a mom like that. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I don't remember any of that stuff. Doing, doing a song in the living room with a toilet paper roll, no, I don't think <laughs> I remember anything like that.
0: Well, you know what? You're a really fast learner. <laughs> yeah. I've watched it for years, and whatever <laughs> avenue, you know, you just catch on. And uh, it didn't used to be quite that fluid, but, man, it's just getting better and better in every oh, direction. Oh,
1: gosh, you're going to embarrass me. Well, it's true. Hey, we were- I'm grateful
0: and by the way too. <laughs> I think we both adjust, you know, as life requests and, you know, instead of making undue problems for each other and for our lives.
1: So, we've been uh talking on the show lately about is it always good or is it always bad to be a certain way? And of course, what we're working on doing is having everybody Uh, broaden their horizons, not necessarily be owned by the rules that they were raised by, and taking a look at new ways of finding balance, wisdom, and right action in their life. So, you know, like in the past we've done, is abortion always right, or is being nice always right, or is freedom
0: always right? Or is love always right?
1: Right. And, you know, sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't, you know. We would like to have this simple, you know, this is what always smacks to me of uh, Dr. Laura Schlesinger. You know, I used to listen to her on occasion and, you know, I think she's done a tremendous amount of good in the work that she's doing. At the same time, she's awfully black and white. And it's amazing to me how she can put out black and white answers with what little information she has when she doesn't know soul level answers, like, for instance, one of the things she says is the only reasons that it's ever OK to get a divorce is if your husband is beating you or beating the kids or is there also maybe drug, a drug and alcohol or something like that. They're like these black and white rules. Yeah. And there's no other time. It's never any other time is never OK. And while we're way too loose in this country with regards to divorce, I think she's way too far the other way. And actually, sometimes there isn't abuse, and it's still appropriate to move on. But you only really find those answers when you can go up and look at the soul and the soul level lessons without being attached to outcomes.
0: We uh, were talking, and that's
1: challenging.
0: Yeah, we were talking to a, a very wonderful. Famous author a while back, and we were talking about uh, you know how actually you know higher realms are considering him for higher jobs and exposing him to higher discoveries uh, to expose to the world, and um, we noticed that his wife was a battle axe, just a mess for him, a, a tyrant. And one of the main ways that he got advanced so that that he's being considered for higher positions by the spirit world is because he got humbled.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And so she was essential for him because he wasn't getting humbled near, uh, near enough without her constantly... Uh, condescending him and undermining him. Yes. So that's a very valuable asset that happened. She chiseled away at his ego, and she's the one who looks bad, but he's the one who has really gained from this.
1: You know, when you factor in soul-level lessons, it changes the whole playing field. Then all of a sudden you go, well, that isn't right to have happened to them. Yes, but if you knew what he did or she did way back when in that other lifetime, then this is perfectly appropriate. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when you start looking through enlightened, wise eyes, you start to see why people are in the trauma they're in because it's the only way that they'll learn.
0: So if you look at fairness, like there's so many things that don't seem fair, that if you saw the soul lessons and the past life activities, and we'll call them sins, that people have uh, transgressed on, committed, you'll understand why what seems very unfair to them this lifetime is actually really fair. So if you knew all the facts, you'd almost all the time weigh in that this horrible thing that these parents are abusing these children or whatever, it's fair, it's right, it's what brings everything balanced.
1: You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Um, let's see. Oh. When we pursue these, uh, these broader perspectives, literally what we do is widen the blinders that we have on us.
0: So we're less blind.
1: We're less blind. Enlightenment is being able to, among other things, being able to engage in multiple realities simultaneously and understanding how they all can be right at the same time.
0: So why on earth would a loving God allow these things? Well, our souls, our higher selves, arrange even horrendous conditions for us to grow by, like a big smack out of left field, and finally go, Whoa, I better reconsider this way I've been all my life. That's the only reason. God, a great, a great personality trait of God, is evolution. He will have us improve, get better, and actually go to a better place and a better place and a better place and being a better person, more talented and more whole as a soul instead of we got pieces missing and pieces off balance and pieces destructive to ourselves or to others. So right now we're going to go into the subject of is money all good or all bad?
1: Money is the root of all evil.
0: Boy, some people will say that some
1: people will say that it isn't true. There's nothing wrong with money. Money is what you use when you want to exchange uh, goods or services. Money is a form of energy that says you've given me this. I'm going to give this back to you in return. And while some people have set up all kinds of trades and things like that, that's fine. You're still exchanging goods and services for goods and services. There's nothing wrong with money. Now, let's see. I want all the money in the world, and I don't care who I run over to get that. Okay, well, now you got a problem. I want all the money in the world, and I don't care if a whole bunch of people die from a drug overdose. As long as I've got my money, I don't care. See, now, this is where you have money, where it starts owning you in evil ways.
0: So, you know, we have... uh Uh, people that are trust fund children and they grow up with trust funds taking care of them their whole lives from hardworking parents or ingenious parents or crooks that got a lot of money one way or another. So the kids get the benefit but is it a benefit because so many of these trust fund children they haven't had parents raising them as well Uh, they haven't been cared or looked after as much and a lot of times they... You know, they don't have to do anything, so they become misfits. They are robbed of their purpose all too often. So all money, all materialistic, all anything you want on that level doesn't always uh, make a person have the advantage. Then let's go into money's no good. I've heard numerous stories of kids whose parents' God was money, and so their personal needs and the parents' personal needs too by the way a lot of times were neglected so they lived and died for money and the family was you know if you can call it a family it wasn't much of one so there then there you know money's no good there's a the people who don't want to do a lot of work but they feel entitled to or they should have money somewhere from somebody you know that's the easy easy thought pattern to go into and um so It's like money shouldn't be earned, but you know, we should have it. And then there's the, there's like a sort of a new age hippie kind of idea. I see some of these hippies running around in rags and, uh, you know, money's bad and we should only live for spiritual, natural, however, you know, however we flow kind of thing, whatever we feel like, instead of having to work for money. Money's bad. Look at all the bad people that use money. And then what happens a lot of times is, you know, a lot of them are promiscuous. They have kids, and all of a sudden they need money, and money's their friend. And that whole pattern leaves.
1: I forgot. (laughs)
0: Go ahead. I forgot. I fell down, and I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go to guilt. People say guilt is a terrible thing. Um, One time I knew this guy before
1: yeah. we do guilt you need to you need to notice what your underlying intent is around money that's really a big deal like you know are you is it a um, greedy thing or not are you in the flow with it or not yeah you want to make sure that you're you're operating with it properly money itself isn't the bad isn't the problem no. there's also people who believe that you should never charge for spiritual gifts I like that one. You know why I like that one? Jeez. I like that one because I would like to know which gifts aren't spiritual. Nice. Which gifts do we have?
0: Like a teacher, a gifted teacher.
1: Yeah. Which gifts do we have? She
0: shouldn't charge because she's gifted.
1: Yeah. Which get? You know, they say, well, you should never charge for a spiritual gift. God gave that to you. Which gifts did God not give you?
0: See, the thing is, is God gives you these special gifts. And then you don't have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops.
1: You know, it's true. It's This is silliness.
0: This What you want is uh, just compensation for services rendered. That's what you want.
1: That's right. And then these people that are charging ten times for a product and they know they're charging that, but the market will bear it, so what the heck? You yeah. know, that's a problem. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna buy you some karma that's not going to be fun to it, pay off. It
0: is uh, hostile toward your fellow man. It is. Selfish. And yeah, selfish.
1: You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN.
0: I knew this guy who had trouble with alcohol his whole life. You know, he was a real athlete. He was a real intelligent guy. But he just couldn't get out from the grips of alcoholism. And it was really rough. And I knew this other guy that went and worked for him as a, in construction. And the other guy was a pretty virtuous guy looking for God, looking for right action. And, you know, he was criticized and this kind of thing, and the, the virtuous guy just kept on doing right and doing good, solid work. And so the attitude towards the condescending alcoholic and another worker, they begin to change. And um, uh, the alcoholic uh, finally realized this was a really good guy, and he uh, did some favors to this guy. You know, like he befriended him and did some good things to this guy. And this guy in a past life was killed by the alcoholic. And the alcoholic had guilt all this life until he finally, these two met each other. The the, uh, alcoholic who was an alcoholic befriended this guy, gave him a job, and gave him some extra special things that would help his life out. As he did this, he stopped drinking. His guilt left him. Prosperity and happiness started happening everywhere because he released his guilt, bought forgiveness in his in his heart because he be, he changed in his heart. He was no longer condescending and um in his behavior he gave extra that he, it wasn't even fair for that lifetime, but if you look at both lifetimes he owed it, he paid it, he gave it went on for months, and he got himself out of guilt, out of the bottle, having a great life now. That's guilt. That's the value of guilt. You want guilt to whittle you down. You're cocky or condescending, arrogant, abusive to others until you're not going to be that way anymore. Guilt is a valuable tool for the light if used right.
1: I'll tell you, it's amazing for people who don't believe in past lives how many pieces of the puzzle fall into place and make sense when you factor in past lives and karma. You know, we say we're offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. This isn't because we're end-all brilliant over here. (laughs) This kind of isn't the point. More of the point is that we understand that past lives and karma will answer many, many questions. To the puzzle. They'll put, you know, you get all these rabbis and priests and ministers and whatever. Well, it's hard to understand why God does such things. It isn't hard to understand why God does such things. He's doing exactly and only what fits into life and karma and lessons and learning. And past lives factor in and soul patterns. And when you bring all that into the mix, suddenly all of it makes sense. Where no other way does it make as much sense as down that path.
0: So if you're having trouble with guilt, just you know, say I'm sorry for what I, I've done if you don't know what you've done. You know, a lot a lot, of, a lot of people have guilt. They just are stuck in it. They they sort of hide themselves, they don't feel worthy to win a race or to win anything. So you, you change your behavior. You keep seeking to be good, to be helpful, to be right, to learn how to be a better person inside of yourself you apologize you know whatever I've done wrong love yourself beating yourself up doesn't necessarily advance you and God's not interested in you being punished by guilt all the time if you're willing to get the message and change your tune God's not interested in the penalty box unless you need it so choose not to need it open your mind and open your heart for what do I need to learn I'm sorry for whatever I did and look for ways to change your behavior walk out of it
1: Thanks for being with us today. Don't go away. We have more. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves. We appreciate your being with us. Uh, With Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. We'll be right back.